Better together. Well, you we have a little bit of a different scene up here today. <laughs> uh, God, I, I feel like God decided to multiply the message by four today. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we're going after things a little different today, and and want to want to model that message that we just that we just saw as far as what it really looks like to to operate and experience you know, that better together and, and going after things together. And, and you guys know, you've heard, uh, you've heard us say it in this house, right? Our, our vision, and, and our vision is to experience freedom in a new life in Christ and build healthy relationships, healthy relationships. And that, those go hand in hand, right? And so we are so intentional here at New Life about going after relationship and, and building things together, building our lives and our experiences and sharing in those together. Because the revelation of that is that it was God's intention all along, right? In the beginning, he created man and woman, right? But he, but he said, you know, for the man, it's not good for you to be alone. And so there was always an intention and a plan for relationship. And so as we, as we go after that, as what heaven is, is talking to us about in this house is just building that together, sharing, those, sharing our lives with one another through small group, you know, and, and it may not be what you think it looks like, right? Small group is just getting together for coffee. You know, it, it doesn't have to have a certain title or, you know, or a, a name assigned to it. You know, small group is you getting together where two or more gather there I am in your presence, amen? And so that's why you see us four up here today because what, what heaven's going, having us go after today is, is, is modeling that small group and modeling what it actually looks like to hear God and, and share with one another what he's saying. Because when we share with one another what he's saying, then we're connected, right? That's how he connects us. And that's how he allows us to pour into one another as we're doing life together. You know, there's, there's a, a scripture, Romans 12, verses 4 and 5, and it should be, should be up on the screen. But, uh, but yeah. what is it? Okay, well, so with that being said, there you go. In the human body, there are many parts and organs each with a unique function. And then verse 5 says, And so it is in the body of Christ. For though we are many, we have been mingled into one body in Christ. This means that we are all vitally joined to one another, with each contributing to the others. Amen. There's a word in there that I want to highlight, and, and, and God is highlighting today, and that, that word is vital. We are vital to one another. That means that we, we give life to one another. We, as we're doing life, we're also giving life to one another because God is pouring into us as we go through those experiences. And, and the body is, is, is not only the external extremities, right, the things that you see, but the body's also inside. The body's also the organs, the, the liver, the, the kidneys, the lungs, the blood flow, the vessels. That's a part of the body. And that's what God wants us to go after is that life flow of his body, amen? And so he's, he's wanting us to, give, to get a new revelation of that today as we go after this. 
and, and give us a new heart as we go out into our community, as we go out into our jobs, and just, and just allow us to see how sensitive it is to love on our neighbor, love on one another, amen, and go after life together. And so I wanted to introduce our, our group to you this morning um, because we're going we're gonna to have a discussion and, and really hear around what heaven is saying to all of us in that. So uh, on my right here, I have Mr. Marty Scott. Uh, he is uh, he's a life changer, uh, life changer, and I know he's led many small groups and just a, a man full of vis- vision and, 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 and wisdom. And I have Shireen Wine. Uh, as you know, she's a speaker in the house. And uh, also a life changer. And then to my left, Maisha Bradham, uh, who is our, our, yeah, she is our student uh, ministry leader. And, uh, and so she's, she's taking this to our, to our student ministry and, and just uh, allowing them to grow in a powerful way. And, and I'm, uh, if you don't know me, my name is Bert Wellman. I'm one of the elders in the house. And uh, yeah, we just get to, just get to share that together. <laughs> so. First question I have for for you uh, you three is, you know, as we're as we're doing life together and, and you know sharing what what was what's on our heart and what God is saying, uh, what is He saying to each of you about spiritual growth in the in the in the format or the essence of a community? Amen. So when uh, the question was posed to us, um, I always personalize it. He said, what is God saying to you as you do life with others? So the first thing I want to always do is do a self-examination and make sure that I'm hearing the right voice so I can lead others to follow that same voice. Because if I'm going in the wrong direction, I'm just another person taking a walk all alone. And and if you got the blind leading the blind, we all going to fall off the cliff. It makes sense. And then I would say, too, uh, as a person, right, who's leading our next generation, at least in the house of New Life Fellowship, who will then lead our next generation, so on and so forth, um, you know, you can't, you can't raise children without a village, right? And I have suddenly collected about mm, 15 kids, <laughs> um, and it's a, little bit, it's a little bit rough out there sometimes. And so I really feel like, again, when you hear us say small groups, in new life, it's about going after extending your family. Um, I have been fortunate enough to have some of the leaders in this house welcome me into their homes where I then am able to build and grow spiritually with them as my leaders, as my mentors, and then also passing that down again to their kids and being able to, to build relationships with them. And it's just really important, I feel like, to to have those people, right, when you're still kind of learning and growing and you're like, am I hearing this? And all of a sudden you get a confirmation and then it's like, you know, you're on fire for Jesus, right? But then sometimes, let's be real, you also need a refill, right? So so having that family, having that extension and being able to, to always make sure that you are in fact growing, that self-evaluation, right? We don't want to be stagnant. So I think that that is important in what we're going after with our small groups. Yeah. Um, I want you guys to know, if you didn't, that on Fridays, whoever the speaker is for Sunday, they have a small group, and this is actually what we do. Um, whoever's going to be speaking on a Sunday, um, they're just pressing in during the week, asking God, what is it? What is on your heart, God, that you can give me that heart to speak to every person that will be in the building on Sunday? And knowing that they can't carry that alone, they bring it to a small group on Fridays 
and then we have this conversation. Look, this is what I'm hearing, and then and then that's what you're hearing. I'm getting confirmation, and you're bringing new revelation just in, from everybody's unique perspective. And so just so you know that God is not just talking to a pastor. He's taught, and everybody's invited to that group. Anybody who wants to show up on a Friday and talk about what God is saying, you are welcome to. And so we believe in small groups. And so for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ever gotten up here on a Sunday or during 21 days or any other time that I speak without the opportunity to connect with people who saw something in me that I didn't know was there. Um, a calling on my life that I hadn't answered because I didn't know God had picked up the phone and was ringing my number. And um, as they were poured into me, I'm able then to go pour into other people. And we have, if you've been here often enough, you know we host small groups during semesters. And those small groups, they can be about anything in your interest. And I've been a part of a small group many years ago that I've just stayed connected. It was a weight loss group. But let me tell you, when my oldest daughter was um, struggling as a teenager with addiction and then ended up getting pregnant and she was homeless, my weight loss group came and rescued me because I was falling apart. So it doesn't matter what your group is about. If Jesus is being hosted in that group, let me tell you, relationship and connection was vital to me during a time when I didn't know what God was doing with my family. Amen. That, I, would, I would definitely echo that. You know, I, I would say that, that I am a product of small group and, and relationship. Um, you know, I was, I was telling the group the other day that um, on Friday, actually, uh, that, you know, that I didn't even know what tithing meant, you know, when I first became a, a believer. And, and just, just going through a group of, uh, of men, right, uh, and, and women, their spouses, just sharing what that actually looked like and, and, and learning and, and being taught uh, and, and, you know, having that foundation and, and then going from someone who, you know, never thought he'd be speaking in front of people, you know, or praying in front of people, you know, to, uh, to where, where God has, you know, allowed my life to, uh, to come to. It's, it's just amazing. And, that, and it is a product of, uh, of small group and, and just being um, connected together with people, uh, growing in that. And one of the things I wanted to, wanted to share, and, and Shireen touched on it, was just our experiences that we face in life. You know, we go through so much, um, you know, the range of emotions, the range, the range of experience and circumstance, and, and we just don't, um, you know, we're not designed to do that alone. We're not designed to take it all on ourselves to go through those circumstances. And, and, and so, you know, for me, what that, what that looks like is just, hey, that experience is not something for me to, to take on. I, I, I can share that with someone. And, you know, and, and that was exactly, you know, one specific experience I had was with a battle with stress, you know, about five years ago. And it was just so, such, so much of a pressure for me um, that it was affecting my family. But what, what, I, uh, what, I, what I didn't know, right, we, we, we don't know what we don't know, is that there was another season coming that, that I needed to be um, in a in a right uh, heart, in a right place in my spirit to lead my family, and so what God was taking me through in that season prepared me for the next season. But 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 in going through that, it was it was having 
you know, another elder in my life, you know, another leader that just spoke into me and, and, and spoke life into me in that season of stress and like this over, overburden of, of things that I just couldn't handle on my own. And I needed deliverance and healing from that. And, and, and by him speaking to me and me agreeing with it, man, it came. And, 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 and so that season of growth for me was learning, hey, I don't have to take on this stress. I don't have to take on all these things myself. I can give it to God, and I, and I, can, I can submit to one another. We, we submit one to another as we go through life. And because, because of that heart is, is the reason why that healing came. And then for the next season of life that we were, to go, we were going into, it, it was a very, very hard season, you know, with, with just our family dynamics and, and dealing with some things with our children. And, and man, if I didn't have that foundation Going into that next season, I mean, it, 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 would have, it would have been a playground for the enemy. And, and so I was able to grow in that and be able to lead my family in that hard season. Amen. And so that being said, was it perfect? Was, it, was there still not challenges? Of course. Of course there were. Um, but, man, that foundation is what guided me in those relationships really held, held, held intact during that time. And so what I wanted to ask uh, the group is, you know, is there any experiences that come to your mind, you know, that, that, you know, you saw that growth to where it helped you in the next season of life? Well, I was going to say too, Bert, so as you were speaking, it reminded me of 21 days, I want to say, let's see, what year, we fast forwarded a couple of years, so we're in 2023, so I want to say it was 2019? Um, but there was a 21 days, and, and I remember clearly getting a word that I was, you know, wondering, like, why is, it, why is it so calm? Why is it so peaceful in my life? You know, already worrying, and we're not supposed to do that, right? So, but in that, I was able to, you know, hear, like, this is, this is the peace that you were asking for. Um, and in that, and trying to embrace that time of my life, because I'm not used to it. You know, I'm not used to being calm and having those, my small group around me to remind me that it's okay to be at peace. Because unfortunately, I then went into one of the roughest patches of my life with my mom getting sick and then passing. Um, and with that, my small group being the ones who I called first, the ones who helped us put on her service. Um, and so even when, right, or rather to speak to the range of small groups that we have, right, we have small groups for when we're in the joyful seasons, when we're in the hard seasons, and then they're there to fill in the spaces in between. So. Amen. Amen. What I distinctly remember is, uh, you know, when from hosting small groups, you know, you get humbled by what you see, the people that come there, uh, someone that you may have looked at sideways at church, you know, because they just look funny or, you know, that guy looks strange, you know. But when you get to know someone and then they share something in their life, you're like, wow, I needed to hear that. Uh, and so um, in our household, uh, my wife is my battle buddy. And what I mean by that, she's my battle buddy because, you know, we pray together and we go through all the situations and make sure we're aligned with God. Uh, one incident, and she'll know what this is and as soon as I say it, um, we were going to handle the situation. So it happened, you know, odd time of the night. We grabbed our dog, Smokey, got in the truck. We're like, yeah, we're going to go up here and take charge of this situation, you know, it was a situation within the family matter, you know. 
I won't go into details of that, but we were ready, boy. We, we had our coats on. We had the dog in the back, and we were in the truck. We were getting on I-35, and we got on I-35, and a little voice said, turn around. And I got off the next exit, and she's like, you turn it around? I said, yep. We turned around, went back to the house, went back in the house and got in the bed and went to sleep. <laughs> but we learned that from small group that you can't handle the situation on your own. You need the Lord to give you the guidance first. Because if I go do it while I'm still in the flesh, all I'm going to do is make a big mess out of it. And guess what? He did. He fixed that situation. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Um, so we, we host a small group, um, called Ignite here at New Life Fellowship. Who's been a part of Ignite? Yes, it is a really powerful group. And so a couple years ago, um, I was a part of that, um, and I was also partnering in with speaking. And so during that time, um, my, my grandma ended up passing away and, the the talk that I was scheduled to give was on joy, right? And so <laughs> I just find out my grandma dies and then I'm supposed to come in and talk about joy. And, um, you know, there was a part of me that felt like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm going to get up and but that's the point, right? And so as, as I'm navigating that and I'm talking with, um, my personal inner small group about what's going on, guiding through that. Like, no, God did not dismiss me from giving this away. And, and, it's, and it's funny because in that talk, you know, we do a lot of laughing. We like to laugh at the devil during this talk. We laugh at his lies. And so I, I'm being very vulnerable in this talk, um, but I'm also laughing at the lies of the enemy. And through just being partnered in with this group, I then at the same time was asked, hey, will you speak at grandma's service? And I'm like, yes, I have the very talk I'm going to. <laughs> We're going to go laugh at the devil at her funeral. But um, let me tell you, we all navigate difficult times in our life. And if it weren't for agreeing in a moment to be a part of this group, not knowing what I was going to walk through. Um, I, I don't know what I would have done. God had a plan in that where, yes, I was supposed to be a part of it for other reasons, but I was supposed to give that talk, and he knew the day before I'm giving it away, I'm going to find out that my grandma is gone, and I'm going to be joyful in the Lord because there's joy unspeakable. But there's a vital connection that happened in there because if I had disconnected, I would have wallowed instead of laughing at the enemy. No. 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 <clears throat> you, you say that vital connection and that... Um, that, that brings me back to our individual connection with God and, uh, and, and how spiritual growth, you know, happens in, in community and in small groups. Um, and, and, and it is also important that we're growing individually. <clears throat> and so I was just thinking about and, and, and hearing around that as, as we're leading up to today. And what God had, had said to me was that, I'm good soil, you know, that we're all good soil. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's some things out there in, in this world and even in, in religion 
that, that try to make you believe that you're not good soil. But I do believe the truth is, is that we are. And the reason is, is because we belong to him. We belong to God. And God doesn't create anything without purpose. He doesn't create anything without, without meaning and life in, into it. And, and so <clears throat> understanding that we are good soil, that, that we're able to be cultivated, that we're able to be, um, you know, allowed to have life just put inside our spirit is just so, so powerful and, and, and so amazing to, to think of. And, you know, then, then when I was hearing around that, it was, you know, thinking about the agricultural industry and, and what does good soil mean to them? You know, a lot of times good soil to them means putting compost and dead, stinky things and all this stuff, you know, in the soil and mixing it all in there. And, 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 and wouldn't you know that that actually produces the best circumstance for life, you know? And, and, and so it was just such a powerful connection that, that he was allowing me to make in, in my spirit as far as, you know, hey, this is, this is who you are. This is what I've created you to be. You are good soil. Yes, there's going to be stinky, messy things happen in your life, but hey, I'm going to mix that all in and, and, and it's going to create such an amazing opportunity for more growth in your life. And so, and I just wanted to, I wanted to open it up to, to the group to just share a little bit more of what you're hearing you know, individually, like as far as individual growth and, and what that means, you know, in the, in the body and how that's all connected. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, no, I mean, definitely if you knew me pre-New Life, right, it should just be like a, well, AD, BD, before New Life kind of thing in my life, um, where I'm very much a, a different person who I think than I was previously, right, and we shouldn't be the same person we were last year, even yesterday for the most part, right? Always growing. Um, and so just that continual check-in, the continual um, praying for the desire to want to continue to grow, right? It's important for us to remain teachable in our life because, I mean, you've heard us say it multiple times. If you feel like you've reached the end, then there's an issue there, right? Um, and so just really knowing what that looks like, asking God, seeking God, um, even if you know that there are bigger plans, right? You, you know, you've gotten a download, you know that there's greater things out there for you, asking him though, like, but what, what am I focusing on today? In that, being able to calm down and, and hear, what is my goal? What is my purpose today? What do you want me to do today, Lord? Um, I think in that, slowing down to that is spiritual growth in and of itself. That's good. That's good. Um, how many of you have ever heard, or maybe you've actually said this in the past, um, you're here today, so hopefully you don't still think this, but I don't really need to go to church. Like, I have a relationship with God. I can, I can read my Bible at home. I can sing my praise songs at home. I don't need, okay. It's really unfortunate because it's really not about coming to this building. This is amazing to come together, and there's a purpose in this, but ultimately, this is not where your spiritual growth will happen. Um, you're not in relationship while you're sitting in that seat. So... What we encourage is, yes, come. We want to come together as a body and celebrate God for all he is, and we do that every Sunday. We, this is almost like a, 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 you know, when you're going into battle, you have that, that huddle up. 
I want to huddle up. Here's what God is saying to this body. Let's take it out in the community through groups. And um, so I want to encourage you in that, um, that when we talk about small groups, that you understand the difference in coming to church versus going out and hosting groups at home. Um, we have, and, and anybody can host a group. You don't have to be a theologian, right? You don't have to know all the scriptures or spend five hours in your Bible. Like, there's no qualification other than a willing heart and having a heart for people. And, um, you know, I, I don't live near here. I live about an hour away. And so God had been talking to me about a prayer group for some time. And I kept thinking, nobody's going to drive an hour to my house to pray. Like, God, that's just silliness. So I kept not, you know, hosting this group. till finally, God just was like, why wouldn't you host it at your house? And really posed that question to me. I'm like, well, okay. I'll just, in obedience, host this group. And a young man came to my group, and um, he struggled, doubt. He was walking, you know, atheism for a while, and just, um, but he came to that group. After the first few weeks, he ended up, we baptized him in my bathtub. Okay, he comes back the next week, and the next week, and he's talking about, you know what? If not for this group, like this group changed my life. And sometimes him and his wife were the only ones that came. He was the one. And I told him, you were the one. You were why God asked me to host this group in my home. And he said, the depression is gone. The anxiety is gone. I want to know him more every single day. I want to hear more. I want to know more. I'm in love with him. And so don't minimize when God has moved on you. I'm not a prayer expert, but I just love God. And I said, you know what? We're going to do this. And so if God is talking to you this morning, there's blessing in that. And it's not just his testimony. It's mine because I had to say yes to that to see this. Now he's off in another church and he's like, how can I do this? How can I bring people into this? And he's so excited. So let's get excited for what God is doing. And it could be a group of two or three. He's in the midst. I would also say, too, I know, and just to jump in really quick, just so that way you guys know, we encourage people to have small groups in their homes because, again, that's a new level, right, of relationship and, and, and intimacy there. However, your small group doesn't have to be in a home. So if anyone wants to meet up at Starbucks, let me know. <laughs> Amen. Bert, say that question one more time. So, you know, I was talking about individual growth, and, and so... How, what are you hearing as far as how individual growth plays into that larger community, you know, aspect of it? Right. It all, it, so it was that question I had said earlier. What is God speaking to us about growth as I do life with other people? So again, personalizing myself. And so with that said, the first thing I always want to make sure of is that I'm not conformed to what's on social media. I'm not conformed to what the world is saying. I'm not conformed to the ways and the patterns, thoughts of the world. I'm not caught up in politics. I'm not caught up in what they're saying over there. I'm not caught up in this or the news. And that my focus is whenever I do life with you or anyone else is that you hear God speaking through me 
and my lifestyle reflects Jesus Christ. And that I can say as a man, I'm gonna put brothers on the stand right here, that we should be able to say, go ask my wife anything about me so that she can vouch for me that I am in the will of God. Amen. They ain't gonna get no claps because people aren't used to that. <laughs> Man, we gotta step it up because our wives are, are yearning for us to be the leaders, that priestlyhood in our households. And they wanna hear from Christ, who's supposed to be the head of our lives. Amen? All right. Well, now we know what happens when we get Marty a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's awesome. You know, God's, God's saying and speaking so much in that. And um, y'all all touched on it. You know, you touched on, you know, God's will uh, and our will kind of meshing together and, um, and, and, and what it looks like to submit to him and, and be conformed to, to his image. You know, Maisha talked about the, the moments and being intentional about, <clears throat> you know, being in the moment with God and, and what he's doing in that season you know, and Shireen, just, just the, the, the sacrifice of like what you think it should look like or no, this is not, not what I should do. And, and then when you let that go and let God just operate in that, the power of, of, of what, what comes out of that. And, and so, you know, God's, God's sharing a lot about that. And one of the things that came up in, in our Friday meeting, uh, Friday Creative uh, group that we have every, uh, every week is when we were talking about this, something very powerful came out. And it, it is the, the multiplication of when we come together as, as a body, when two or more come together. And we know that, that there's the scripture in Deuteronomy that says, you know, one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put how many? 10,000. The math doesn't add up. One, one times a, a thousand equals a thousand. But two times a thousand does not equal ten thousand. So, so somewhere in that, there's spiritual multiplication. There's spiritual uh, empowerment in in gathering together and joining with just one other person. Imagine what it looks like to three, four, five, six. You know, and we're, when we're grouping together, the spiritual multiplication is that is just beyond comprehension. You know, and God can do so much with that. He can do so much with all the things that, that, that we've been talking about. And so, you know, the, the, the one thing that, that God had kind of, you know, put a ribbon on things in my spirit was that the, the things that we go through in life, you know, they may have built us, they may have formed us into, you know, in, in, into what we have in, in, in life and, and, and what we are but they don't define us. They don't define us. And so I just want to give everyone just a, just a moment to kind of share any last thoughts that are, you know, uh, things that God is speaking to your spirit right now um, and, and, and what God wants to, to say, you know, to us in this space. Because we aren't defined. We aren't defined by our past. We're defined by God. And with that, I mean, it's simple what I'm getting. You can start today. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Start today. Wow. Just, just going to hammer the word vital because I think I've said it every time I've spoken because it, it is so 
um, important that we don't get in a corner and think that I I got this. And I've been guilty of saying, ah, I got it, I got this, I got this, and I, I ain't got nothing. And and when I say God's got it, it's normally because he's put somebody in my path that's going to hold my hand and, and pour into me when I needed it. So um, if you have ever been of that mindset, I got this, either out of arrogance or fear of I don't want to share this part of myself vulnerable with somebody to let them in like that. It, it's actually vital being vulnerable, letting somebody in, being mindful. It can't just be anybody, right? God has put specific people in your path. And let me tell you, most of the time you get vulnerable, it's uncomfortable. And if the person is speaking from God's heart, while it may be hard to hear, it is delivered with love. So be mindful of your circle, but understand that we're inviting everybody into groups. There's no qualification, but it's vital that we group. The friends that we've established, that we made with throughout the time, you know, being part of New Life Fellowship and elsewhere, we have a motto, and that motto is good people know good people. But the only way you're going to know good people, you're going to have to gather together. You're going to have to be vulnerable, bleed a little bit, let them see your wounds. They're going to let you see their wounds, but that's the only way you're going to be able to grow to know how to get over whatever situation you might be going through. They may have been through it already, but you're never gonna know unless you gather with someone and get to know them and understand that good people know good people. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, I want you guys to know that none of this was rehearsed. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going based on what God is saying in the moment and, uh, you know, what we want to do is we want to encourage you all to, to operate in this. And so we're going to take a, a practical approach to that. We're going to have some fun with it. Amen. And so uh, I don't know if you were here if you remember, but a couple months ago, one of our other pastors, we had a, we had a uh, you know, at the end of service, there was a, a, an opportunity to group together here in the, in, in the sanctuary. And so that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to, we're going to give you guys an opportunity to group together with those that are around you, you know, the, the rows in front of you and behind you, you know, five to ten people just group together and, and, and go after what, what God is saying right now. Go after what is on your heart. Be, you know, feel free to be transparent. We know that, that everyone is, is in different places. We know that there's levels of, of comfort with other people, and we understand that. And, and more importantly, not, it's not about us understanding that. It's about God understanding that and he, him knowing where you are in your walk. And so because he knows you and because you belong to him, he's going to know exactly what you need in the moment. And so we're about to go into that. And so I want to encourage you right now, just where you're at, just break into some, into some small groups. And, and we have life changers that are, that are available to, to step in and facilitate and support those groups um, and, and we're going we're gonna to come out and, and support as well. But we're going to go into just, you know, 15 minutes or so of, of just grouping together. And what does that look like? And we have a question for you uh, to facilitate that conversation. And so they should be putting it up. And so it says, <laughs> what is the value of spiritual growth in small groups? And so share that with one another. Share your own personal experience of, of spiritual growth in groups, and, and just, just feel free to, to operate in that. So 
I'm going to count to three, and you can be released into those groups just where you're at, okay? So one, two, three, go ahead. There is, there is an online chat available for those online. And so we're, we're also grouping online, so you're not exempt from this. <laughs> so go after that. Amen. Wow, this is an amazing scene to just see everybody congregating together, grouping, talking. Man, God is just so amazing in leading this conversation. And what we want to do right now is, is as, we're, as we're closing and, and wrapping it up, you know, we, we have an opportunity for ministry and an opportunity to, to pray for one another and, and just be, be the, the hands and feet of God, be the, those vital organs that God has called us to be. So, so we're going we're gonna to go into a time more of, of, of worship and prayer. So in your, in your groups where you're at, you know, group up in two to three and pray for one another. Pray for those needs. Pray for those things that y'all have discussed. And, and you know, whatever, whatever God is saying, pray for one another right now. So just be released into that. Yes, if, if you need to go, feel free to go. But we want y'all to know that this is, this is an amazing time that God has in store for you. And he's going to take this forward and, and continue to move in it. So y'all just be released to pray and, and, and encourage and strengthen one another. Amen. Y'all be blessed.